as mentioned, chapter 29 is really a mirror. It's at certain moments when we have to be really honest with ourselves and ground ourselves and understand the frailty of our humanity and not be fooled by grandiose expectations of ourselves, or when we have to awaken our heart, which has now been consumed by all the desires we indulge in, and it's lost a sensitivity to aspire for more, here are some of the meditations. He says like this, we just said that a, per, a Benini, the personality of the Benini, not the neshama of the Benini, but the character and personality is ultimately from the animal soul, and the animal soul is the other side. It's not holy. If so, that he's actually the animal soul, then he is removed from Hashem with the utmost remoteness. For the lusting drive in his animal soul is capable of lusting also after forbidden things which are contrary to Hashem's will. While the Bainani, we're talking about somebody who does not desire these in practice, God forbid, but again, for many of us, we even desire this stuff in practice. We're saying even for the Bainani, the fact that he still desires and it's not fully repulsive should be enough of a grounding to sit there saying, gosh, I really need to, I need to work harder. The fact that I know that God's the only true reality, and at the same time, I could lust for things which are so far so unin sync with that reality, that should cause a grounding. In his words, in this, the human being is inferior and more loathsome and abominable, quite heavy words, than unclean animals, non-kosher animals, and insects and reptiles. As mentioned above, they don't have free choice, so they don't choose to go against God, but we do. A human being who chooses to lower themselves to the level of a worm is even worse than a worm. A worm in Jewish thought is like the worst. Why? Because it takes but it doesn't give. It sucks but it doesn't give. That's like the, the ultimate um, opposition to spirituality, what the worm symbolizes. And by us, Obviously, this is not the kind of meditation you give yourself every day, but sometimes you need to have it when you, when you acknowledge how far you are from where you could be. And even the meditations that inspire us during davening, they pass right after davening. In other words, we're not consistent. This is also part of the meditation. Because only something which is permanent and unchanging is really true. And because the Bainani, even the highest level of a Bainani, is not consistent in their love for Hashem all day, he has certain experiences in davening, but not the rest of the day, as we said in chapter 12. So it's not real. But again, it's important to clarify, this isn't the kind of meditation you give yourself every day, because it's a very sobering, and it's hard, and it could take a person very take a person to a dark place. But it's the kind of meditation where you sometimes need to give yourself a real realignment when you're slipping, you know, so you're about to do something really stupid or about to lose your moral compass. You're about to make a decision with huge ramifications. Or you're just numb. 
It's at these times that sometimes a hard sledgehammer can do the job of awakening. 